This is Taking Action Today with Michael Alder, episode 35. I'm building my network. What's up, everybody? I know I keep expressing how much you need to expand your network, but today's guest I actually met over Periscope of all places. So with technology in our hands like this, there's no excuse not to reach out to any rock star out there that's doing giant things and make that connection. So we're going to dive right into this. Hello, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I appreciate your time. Now, you may not know this, but about a month ago, I'm driving along in my car and I get uh, an instant message from Mark Evans DM saying, check out Lowe's video on Periscope. So I open up this video and uh, Lowe is on the scene making sure tenants are moving out of a property you just wholesaled. So ever since then, I've been following you. You're the real deal, without a doubt. And what I really love about you is you're not afraid to get in your car and make sure business is happening properly. You know, you're not outsourcing everything, it looks like. So absolutely, that's what I, and so many people can relate to that. So I love that about you right away. And that's how I became a fan uh, right after that. You know, if you don't mind sharing, can you take us back and tell us how you got started in real estate? You know what? I absolutely can. Uh, great question. I was working at Countrywide Home Loans. Uh, from 2004 up until 2000, latter part of 2007, when, you know, the housing market was absolutely terrible, horrible. Mm -hmm. And while I was working there, probably a year before they totally shut down our office, I got really excited and just really wanted more information about real estate investing. I got the itch from a, a mentor of mine that I had worked for previously to Countrywide. Uh, being hired at Countrywide. So long story short, uh, I started to really network and go to local real estate investing meetings here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. I uh, had a couple of co-workers that had uh, purchased rental properties and started, you know, picking their brains a little bit, connecting with them. And, you know, I started staying up late at night, just doing some research and just Googling and, and trying to get more information about what aspect of investing I wanted to get involved in, excuse me, and wholesale real estate investing just made sense because it's where you can pretty much, it's like match.com. You're like a <laughs> match.com person, right? right? You're marrying or putting together a motivated seller that's got a, it's got a house that they want to sell. After you work that deal, then what you do is find a hungry buyer and you just kind of match them together. So I thought that entire concept was ingenious and I really kind of dove in learning how to do the business. Long story short, probably about six or seven months before I was totally laid off, they shut down the office doors. I had done my first wholesale deal and it was $2,500 and it was from a buyer I'd never met. Uh, once I got the deal, I, I put it out there, you know, to attract buyers, gave them the numbers. We had one telephone conversation took my word for everything that, you know, paperwork and everything I had together and PayPal me $2,500. Ever since then, I have not looked back. So just to, uh, <laughs> just so you can get an idea of how I got involved, that was my first deal. Six, seven months later, I was laid off from Countrywide. And man, I just stepped out, of, stepped out there on stage, just busted my tail. And I haven't looked back since. No, that's awesome. And something I want to touch base on there. It sounds like you did a ton of networking uh, to get through that first deal. Just a you know, learn the ropes and get started. And I love that you covered that because uh, I think so many people overlook that aspect of it. Absolutely, yes. Networking, what, what, what's the saying? Network Network equals your net worth? Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, that is so true. And plus, at that time, I didn't have the money. You know, I didn't have thousands of dollars to drop on no mentor. I really didn't have that. 
So I had to put in some sweat equity when connecting with other investors, buyers, cash buyers, to kind of get an understanding of the business. I let them know, hey, this is what I can do for you. You know, I can find your deal. I just need guidance along the way. And that's kind of really what happened at the very beginning. That's perfect because so many people, like you just said, they don't have money in the beginning, but they're almost looking for that easy button. And uh, you just covered it there. Look, I don't have money, but this is what I'm going to do for you. And you got your first 24, you said $2,400, right? $2,500. $2,500. I tried to short you well, there. But you know what? <laughs> hey, I thought it was a, it could have been, you know, to me, it felt like $25,000 because guess what? I had never experienced making money. And that deal, I will say, that deal was an easier deal. It might have closed within two to three week, weeks, maybe, maybe less, you know, around two to three weeks. Mm-hmm. But I had never experienced being at home. And after doing all the footwork, being at home and getting a PayPal for that amount of money. And it just totally changed. It just changed my mindset. Oh, I believe it. Yeah, that's it. It's the best feeling in the world getting that first check there. And like you said, it was such a smooth first deal for you. Um, where do we go from there at that point? You get laid off. I mean, you have no choice but to dive in completely. Uh, what were your next steps? Well, I think after that, my next steps was mainly networking. Um, I, I did, you know, talk to uh, my mom. My mom helped me out a little bit as far as bills and, and kind of being ahead of rent and all that kind of stuff. While I was still figuring things out, still trying to really learn this business and work this business, and get a pipeline, you know, of leads and deals. But it was just a massive amount of late nights of researching, of learning and understanding real estate, wholesaling, how it worked, how I could find the next deal, and just connecting and partnering with other investors uh, to have access to deals. So I did a a lot of co-wholesaling as well. Co-wholesaling simply means that you're partnering with another real estate wholesaler to to make money. So if they have deals, you don't have deals, but you have buyers, you guys can work together and you can bring the buyer for that other wholesaler and you guys can split the profit 50-50. Did a lot of that. I still do a lot of that today uh, because of the relationships I have. But that's mainly it. I finally was able to connect with a mentor and once I was able to connect with the mentor and I didn't negotiate the terms, I didn't drop just, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and all that, you know, I negotiated what I could do, but I also wanted to make sure I brought value to the table to let them know, Hey, I'm a person of action. I can bring you deals. All I need is some additional guidance to help me along the way. So that was the course over the next three to four years. It's just really grunt work and building and building myself as well as building my business. Man, you are keeping the story so real here. To, you know, I appreciate that because some of the people we bring in, uh, it's almost a pipe dream, you know, and you're like, look, it's long, hard days. <laughs> I, you know, I paid my dues. I worked hard. And you even negotiated with a mentor what uh, the going rate was going to be. That is the coolest thing. Oh, yes. I mean, you have to. Everything, and this is what I have to learn, too. And this is countrywide came into play. I think every, every place you're at in your life is for a reason and for a purpose. It's to help you go to that next level, go to that, that next thing in your life. For me, countrywide was the way for me because I got into sales. Never been into sales, but it helped me deal with people and building a rapport with them so that they could do business with me, so they could refinance their loans with me, you know, with us, to be able to, you know, get their first 
home loan with us. So Countrywide played a huge part in sales, building rapport, and negotiation, but also just being able to see how to work with the team, be a team player, and also to be a leader, because I was in management position there for a little while as well. So each level of your life, wherever you're at, helps you to grow to, you know, to, to, to go to that next level or that next phase or stage, whatever it is. No, that's a great point. I'm great, glad you expressed that there. And with all the, uh, the learning you've done and the negotiating you've learned over the years and building your network, how many deals are you currently doing on average a year now? Sure. Well, we're averaging, I can tell you monthly right now, this year we're having such a killer year. It's probably one of the best years that, that we've had since I've been in business. We're averaging six to eight deals per month. That's awesome. Six to eight deals per month. And that, that is a combination. I will tell you this too. Uh, because I think it's important to, to, to have some transparency for people so they can understand. It's a combination of wholesale deals. It's a combination of owner finance deals as well as listings. So we do have a realtor. I do have a realtor that's a part of my team. I'm not a licensed realtor, but I do have a licensed realtor that's a part of our team and in my business as well. Uh, we have a partnership, but that helps allows us to take advantage of other opportunities on lease if People are not open to selling their house at a discount or if they don't have enough equity. Uh, I think it's so important to have options for people because you can make more money, obviously, when you're in real estate, when you offer and are able to offer more opportunities for, for people that need and want to sell their house. Now, you sharing that uh, you have a realtor on your team. Now, are you actually buying MLS deals as well as off-market deals? No, we're not buying MLS. Okay. We do, how we do our marketing? We do, I'd say, 90% direct mail. Direct gotcha. mail is my favorite. We, yeah, we have a better response rate. We use you know, yellow letters. We change up the verbiage. You know, there's some things that we tweaked and done to kind of change us up a little bit from the competition. <laughs> but it works for us. Uh, we also have, you know, websites out there where we can generate internet leads and all that. But one thing that's interesting, Mike, I am finding is that over the last probably two years, I've seen an increase of referrals. And this is a combination of referrals that's coming from not only other real estate investors that's in the business, but also people that we have done business with before and helped before sellers that have called us back and said, hey, Lo, how you doing? You remember me? You sold my house. You helped us out of a bind. We want to buy a new house and or we have a relative that really needs to sell their house. They're desperate. And I think the reason why I'm finding that we're having gra more gradual increase in referral leads business, which is great because you don't have to pay anything, is that we follow up. We touch them. We send out at least two mailers a year to people we've done business with to say, hey, how you doing? This is Lolita. Hope everything's going well. We just wanted to reach back out to you to see how your house is working out or see if you're in the market to buy a new house or if you know somebody else that's looking to sell their house, please, you know, let us know. Things no. like that make a huge difference. Am I right? Absolutely. And I'm glad you uh, brought that up because out of 35 episodes we've done so far, you are the first person that said you actually follow up after deals, you know, sending just that, you know, friendly uh, mailer or whatever the case may be, keeping the relationship live. And look how it pays off. You don't have to pay for those deals now with uh, marketing dollars. Word of mouth is always free, you know? Absolutely. Yes. And while we're on the subject of, uh, you know, our strategies, I want to dive in. Um, on a couple different levels of this, as far as uh, your wholesaling business. 
And um, I want to sure. know if you'd share with us some of your strategies for locating deals. I know you said some direct mailers, but is there uh, other ways you could dive in? Absolutely. Uh, of course, direct mail would be number one. Uh, number two, internet, internet leads, if you will. Uh, I, I think you have a larger percentage of people each and every year, uh, as far as consumers, that are buying and selling things, and that includes houses, online. They're searching and trying to find you know, houses to buy, and also they're putting their house online to list. And I will throw this one out. Now, this is a freebie. It's worth thousands, but I'm going to share it Nice. With you, okay? Thank I'm you. Share it with the one that's listening. <laughs> Zillow. Zillow.com. You're familiar with Zillow, correct? Absolutely. Zillow.com is probably the largest, I think it is, the largest site where you have uh, buyers and sellers of real estate throughout the United States, probably throughout the world. One thing that people don't understand is that is a sea of opportunities for investors to directly reach out to homeowners that's looking to sell. Let me give you an example. Mm -hmm. There's a section in Zillow where homeowners say, Mike, let's say you said, you know what? I want to sell my house. So you don't list it with a realtor, but what you'll do, you can go to Zillow, create a free account, and you can list your house on Zillow to sell yourself. So guess what? That gives me opportunity as a wholesaler to go online, to, to go and look and see who's in my zip code, who's in my area that has posted their house and they're looking to sell. That is an absolutely fantastic way to not only get access to free leads, but you can call and email these homeowners. I mean, you can touch them two or three times because sometimes they have phone numbers. Of course, they have the automatic form there. You can just put in your name, email, and your message. And what we'll simply do is say, hi, my name is Lolita. I see you have your property for sale. Would you be interested in an all-cash offer? Boom. And a lot of times, especially if we call them or we text them, we'll get an immediate response. And I actually had, we've gotten several listings out of this strategy, and that's free. Again, free leads. But I also had a student that I was teaching this at one of my TAW Take Action Wholesaling Live events last year. It was a very interactive um, workshop. But long story short, I walked through how to do this. She did it. And she got a call back. Like three or four days later after the event, she called me screaming. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> She's like, oh, my God. They responded. I don't know what to do. So, <laughs> so I calmed her down. We did our due diligence on the property. I said, this is what you need to offer them. She sent them a contract. They accepted. We found a buyer that was $7,900 assignment fee that she made off that one deal off of Zillow, the lead she got off Zillow, and she didn't pay a dime for it. That, that was her first deal, $7,900. $7,900. bucks. 1st first deal paid $0 for that lead. Excellent. And you that's it. Be- Your Zillow strategy is hasn't been shared on the show yet either. So that's two times you brought something new to the table already. This is great. <laughs> Well, great. Awesome. <laughs> now, we find the motivated sellers. We're locking up the deals. In your marketplace, are you strictly doing assignments or are you bringing in private money to secure your position in the deal and then sell it? Good question. We just kind of started doing the whole private money thing, and but mostly we will assign them. Now, there have been some properties because we like cash flow as well. So if it's deals that we want to keep, we'll buy and hold them ourselves uh, for cash flow and keep them as rentals. Uh, but for the most part, we do just simply assign those deals to our investors. Or what we'll do 
if it's the in, if the end buyer is not an investor, but it's actually a family that wants to live into the prop that wants to live in the property and maybe do an owner finance type of situation, we'll do those type of deals as well. But I do want to let people know when it comes to subject to an owner financing, excuse me, I want to disclose this. <laughs> but being in Texas, you know, each state is different. I would encourage you guys strongly to make sure you close these type of transactions at a title company. I will tell you, the first probably couple of years in this business, I did link up with an investor that I found out later that didn't have the best record of integrity and sold him a sub two. So sub two meaning that he took over the mortgage and the payments of a homeowner that needed to get out. They couldn't sell it wholesale. Long story short, he stopped making the payments. He disappeared. And guess who that seller was calling? They came right back after you. Exactly. So I think it's important for your listeners to know, too, just from experience, make sure that you have all your T's crossed, I's dotted. If you're not familiar with these, you know, different types of strategies, partner with someone that does and make sure you have an investor-friendly title company that can help. Yeah, good call. And I agree with that. I do a lot of uh, seller finance deals here in Cleveland, and uh, I just use a real estate attorney for all the paperwork on that. That way we're safe, the buyer's safe, the seller's safe, everything's covered, like you said, and, uh, you know, on to the next deal. Absolutely. So let's talk about marketing yep. now. How do we get these things sold when we get them under contract? Oh, perfect. Well, how do we get ours sold? Um, we, we do have a list. And over, you know, over the years, I've, I've created and still generate leads uh, into my list. I use an email marketing service like AWeber and a squeeze page, if you will, uh, site to, you know, get investors on our list. But also, I, you know, I encourage, if, if, you know, investors out there that may not have that, uh, banded signs always work. And I know they're funny in different states, different counties. You can get fined. Trust me, I understand. <laughs> uh, here in our county, it's pretty strict. But I tell you, you know, you have a sign out there. Number one, have an untraceable number. Google Voice is free if you don't want them calling directly yourself. But we use banded signs to get buyers. Um, we also uh, use just social media, uh, Facebook groups. Uh, real estate investing groups locally, where, you know, real estate investing group, Dallas, but wherever you are, find those active investors, post your deals. Hey, we got this deal and such and such. You will get tons of traffic. LinkedIn as well. So we get buyers that way. Bandit signs, our list, our database that we've built, um, and also social media. Those are all great strategies there. Let's back up to the squeeze page a little bit. Um, what are you finding to be effective on those? And are you doing pay-per-click advertising to your squeeze pages? Good question. I'm not doing pay-per-click. Uh, I took about 60, uh, not 60, but six months to really invest it. I actually invested to learn more about uh, online marketing and being placed in the organic section of Google. Like if you're on page one, typically the first three uh, at the top is pay-per-click and also everything, all of those ads on the right side is pay-per-click, but everything under the body of those first three ads or so is your organic um, uh, listings. So I really learned, because I wanted to, how to be placed, how to rank websites as well as video. Video marketing is becoming really big, too, each and every year, mm-hmm. uh, to rank them organically. So once I learned the process, I kind of outsourced that uh, to one of our you know, social media and marketing guys to, um, to do that for us. So we don't do pay. Uh, pay-per-click. But 
keeping it simple. Our squeeze page is very simple. It's one pager and it only lets, you know, investors know, you know, what we do, what type of properties that we have available, uh, you know, uh, periodically from time to time and in what area. And if they're interested to fill out their information, first name, last name, email, you know, how much, you know, they're looking to spend area and that's it. So we keep it really simple. So it's not a lot of information because, you know, think about it. People, you know, everybody's time is valuable and they don't have time to read a whole bunch of stuff. So I found that keeping it simple and, you know, making it easier for them to read through the information real quick, submit their information, boom, they'll do it. Perfect. Catch it all in five seconds, lock them in, and then get them the deals. Exactly. I like it. Now, here's a, this is almost a personal question even, but I think a lot of new investors uh, mess this one up right away. When you get those sweet, sweet profits on your first deals or any deals, what are you doing with them? <laughs> what did I do with them probably the first two years? <laughs> I spent all of that. I love your honesty. <laughs> I spent all of it. I did. I was, I was like, wow. You know, you, you get ten, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000 or more a month and, you know, you're like, oh, my God. So, honestly, yeah. But then, you know, I was talking to, you know, my tax guy, a CPA, <laughs> and getting some advice from, from some other, you know, individuals as well as my mentor. They're like, look, you need to slow down. And if you're going to have a business, you need to treat it like a business. So, I would encourage, you know, investors, as they're making money, make sure you, you know, if, you know, if you're a believer or not, you know, I, I believe in tithing. So, I, I, I give. Uh, you know, 10%, you know, after that, I reinvest back into the business about 20, 25%. Uh, I may pay myself 20 or 25%. Um, and I stash up the rest, you know, and that other 20, 25% I'm paying myself takes care of, you know, bills and personal bills and things of that nature. But reinvesting back into your business is critical. It really is. You, you can't spend all of it. So if you make 10000 you need to make sure you put 20% back or 25% back into your business, 20, 25% maybe to yourself. You know, the other percentage, just dump, put it up, put it in the savings, you know, distribute it, you know, accordingly uh, so that you can always have a budget for marketing for sure. But you're always able to pay your bills and, and take care of the things that you need to take care of your family or whatever the case may be. That's excellent advice. I appreciate you breaking all that down for us. And I didn't tell you about this next section. I had this little moment this morning. I was like, you know what? I got a little coming on. I'm going to hit up some of my friends that are, uh, you know, follow the show and then go ahead and hit up my list and see if they have any questions for you. And uh, it's funny. Okay. Most of them came back with the same question uh, over and over. So that's going to be an easy one there. And there's a couple different. So I got three of them. I'd like to throw at you and get your take on it. You okay with that? Sure. Absolutely. All right. We have Derek from Northeast Ohio and he asked, what is the best way you find quality motivated sellers? Good. Oh yeah, very good question. Well, <clears throat> the best way would be it, it's all in who you're targeting. So you have to keep in mind people that's motivated. Who's motivated? People that are possibly going through a divorce. People that are older, older homeowners, maybe sixty and older that have a home or that may have investment properties that they're interested in liquidating. Uh, also properties that are behind, maybe pre-foreclosure homes, behind on their mortgage payments, 
And a lot of times you can go down to your local county and get access to lists like that. Uh, also probate, probate leads. You can also, in a lot of counties, you can go down to the county and get access that's, you know, public information. You can get those lists and you can uh, send a, a yellow letter or postcard to those homeowners. Uh, vacant properties. Vacant properties are huge. You know, find the owners of those properties, send them a letter. So it's, it's, you have to go to who's motivated. And there's so many different ways of getting access to those type of leads. And I just named up a few for you. Uh, but, uh, you know, hopefully that answers your question. But yeah. you always want to go back to who's motivated because everybody's not motivated. And what's cool about that, you just shared, those were all free strategies right there. That doesn't cost a dime if you were uh, just getting started out, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. And here's the next one. Right. It's very close to the first one, but a little bit on the tech side. This is Mike Miller from Tampa. And uh, he's looking for some unique lists or strategies to find motivated sellers in this hot market. And I think he's talking about things maybe like list source, but not list source, obviously. Sure. There's one. Um, uh, you can get, I think, it's probate and maybe inherited leads from uh, a company called usleadlist.com usleadlist i believe that's it and lance i know i know lance I've, I've, I've purchased his list before you can go there and get access to a list of those type of leads again probate and i believe they also have inherited people that have inherited property those type of lists but i want to tell you anytime you want to get really specific on lead sources that are harder for people to get, they're more expensive. Right. But you or it's, it's going to take, exactly. Or it's going to take you more time yourself if you go to the county because every majority of people won't do this. They won't go down to the county and spend half a day to find those probate leads or people that are behind on their property taxes. They're not going to take the time to do it. If you do it, you're going to have a higher chance of getting a higher response rate from those leads because you've invested more time and or more money to get that specific lead type. Excellent. Thank Makes you. Thank sense. you. Yeah, definitely. And I think, sure. you no, know, it's funny about that is I think that's where a lot of people stop in this business. Cause like you said, nobody wants to go down and actually do the legwork for it, but if you will do it, that's when the payday comes in. Absolutely. Now this is a good one here. This came from Mary from North Carolina. And uh, she says, as a woman, how has it been to become a top female player in this game as it's been known to be a man's territory? <laughs> These are her words. Oh, I love that question. <laughs> I love that question. Great. You know, it's been a lot of hard work. It really has. But, you know, I, I wouldn't take anything back. The experiences I've had over the last eight years doing this full uh it's been a lot of hard work, but I have met and am working with some amazing people. Uh, it's fun when you can be uh, a female and, and kind of in the minority, if you will, in the male-dominated world <laughs> <laughs> of real estate and real estate investing, especially here in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth market. Um, it's cool. It really is. And it's, it's fulfilling because... I understand that it's hard work, you know, in anything that you want to have. I don't care what field it's in. I don't care if it's becoming an engineer, a chemist, any other male-dominant type of uh, area, okay? 
you know, you're going to have to work your AWS off <laughs> and always come back. It's always in the consistency of, of making mistakes, learning from those mistakes, but also growing. And that's how I look at it. So I hope I wasn't all over the place on that answer, but in a nutshell, it's, it's been really rewarding and fulfilling. That's awesome. It's no doubt you're an absolute rock star in this business. Uh, it's so cool to see how, you know, how far this has been blown up and you're continuing to scale. I mean, you know, eight plus uh, deals a month is insane. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Now, you just had a book come out. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. Um, last year, I wrote a book called Take Action, 21 Steps on How to Take Action and Get Results in Real Estate. And I was really motivated to write this book because after working with a number of clients, excuse me, as well as students, you know, uh, students I mentor, people mm -hmm. I mentor and teach in this business, whenever I would have some that would fall off or just kind of lost them, I would always reach back and say, hey, what happened? You know, not all of them. You know, I've, I've, there's several that are just killing it. They've replaced their nine to five. And I'm very, very proud that I was able to be a part of that transition and their success now. But for those, you know, it kind of irritates me when I'm like, okay, what happened? What happened to this person? What happened to this? And I reach out. And a lot of times the answers are still the same. You know, it's, you know, well, we got discouraged. Or, well, we weren't getting as many calls. Or, well, we didn't get, you know, deals or leads like we thought we should. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And... A lot of times with that, they just that they, they let me know that number one, they were being lazy, <laughs> and number two, because as a business owner, and you know this, Mike, as a business owner, you have to eat, sleep, dream your business. Yes. For, for people that want true success, when you feel like crap, you still wake up at five, six, seven in the morning whenever you do thinking about how can I make my business better? So with a lot of people, it was, they would stop. And so I wanted to write the book to help people, not, not, not just another course. There's so many courses on how to wholesale, how to flip houses, how to do this. Right. I wanted a book to help people say, hey, you need to take massive action, and this is how you need to do it in order to get the results and the success that you want to have out of your real estate business. And the number one thing that goes into how to take massive action and being consistent with that action is changing your mindset. So that's what the book deals with, helping you change and reprocess, rewire your mindset to help you learn how to take massive action to get the results and the success that you want not only in your real estate investing business, but in your life. That's awesome. It covers everything there. Where can we find this at? You can go to Amazon. You can go to Amazon.com and you can simply type in Take Action Real Estate Book. And my book should be the first book that comes up. All right. Great. And I will link to that in the show notes. Well, where is the best place to connect with you? Absolutely. If you want, if people want to connect with me, you guys want to link with me and follow me, simply go to TakeActionLow.com. That's TakeActionLow, and low is L-O dot com. And I have a free gift for you. It's an audio I recorded. It's called Seven Secrets to Real Estate Wholesaling Profits that the gurus do not share with you. You're going to love it. So 
So it's over $1,000 value. But once you go to TakeActionLaw.com, you'll get access to that free audio. I love the title of that. I will link to that in the show notes as well. Well, this has been so much fun hanging out with you. Hey, everybody out there, also connect with Low on Periscope. How can we find you on Periscope? Just uh, follow me at Low Sherrell, and that's L-O in my last name, Sherrell, S-H-E-R-I-O-W. They can see right in your business, right from their cell phone, any time of the day. Absolutely. And you know I'll pop up on you anytime, so. Yep, I know it. <laughs> well, thanks again, <laughs> Low. We'll be in touch soon. Okay, sounds good. All right, everybody, thanks for listening in today. For more tips on real estate investing and creating streams of passive income, stop by michaelalder.com or connect with me on Twitter at michaelalder34, or you can find me on Facebook. All right, everybody, thanks, and let's take action today.